It's Mike Jeff for Chicago Jazz Magazine, ChicagoJazz.com, and welcome to another episode of Around Town. And today we have the wonderful vocalist Denise Times is here. She is performing at Winter's Jazz Club February 11th, Saturday night. Of course, two sets, 7:30 and 9:30 p.m. And we'll get all into where Winter's is, although I'm sure many of you already know. But Denise, thanks for jumping on today. I'm glad we're making this happen, and uh, welcome to 2023. Thank you, Mike. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. All right. So let's talk about this show. Now, without getting into the background, since we're doing the around town and we're kind of focusing on different things, because you and I could talk about your background for hours on end. And although <laughs> I will tell everybody, we have done a couple of interviews in the past. So I'll link those up below so you can actually check out uh, some of our past interviews with Denise. But let's talk a little bit specifically about this show right off the top of the uh the top of the episode here. So Love Song Serenade. Now I know at Winters, Scott, the wonderful owner of Winters, loves to uh, create themes and loves to create uh, programs so that when vocalists come in and the audience comes in, it's more of a show, which is incredible. And that's obviously exactly, I've seen you perform many times. You do a show. You don't just call tunes. You're doing a show. So I'm curious though, Love Song Serenade. I mean, what can people expect to hear repertoire wise i mean the repertoire could be like massive obviously with this kind of a theme absolutely and that is basically what we do mike uh, uh it can range from jazz uh to a little bit of pop uh that we will take and and make our own and so uh i personally could sing ballads all night long if someone would, if, if the audience was willing to go with me. <laughs> I could sing a whole night full of ballads because I love ballads. And so, um, but yeah, it does give me a wide spectrum of songs to choose from. And we're very excited about, you know, the songs that we're doing. Well, you have such a, a you know, a rich background of, of performing. I mean, not just in jazz either. I mean, because you can bring in all these different styles and all these different um, genres into your music. And that's kind of like, you know, I always say, I'm not going to hear a jazz vocalist. I'm going to hear Denise Times perform because you meld in all these different things, which I think is exciting. So, you know, uh, wielding in all these different styles. I mean, how do you how do you flow? How do, I, I'm always curious. How do you set up a show as a vocalist and such an experienced person who's toured all over the world? How do you go about putting a show together? Because that's something that I, I think a lot of people, especially younger people, they don't quite understand exactly how to put a show together. Take an audience on a story, right? Take them, take them throughout the entire set. Mm -hmm. I think uh, that first and foremost, um, I with 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 Scott, you know, giving us a theme. And so I look at songs that I know that I like, and I look at songs that, that will probably appeal to my audience and songs that no matter who's singing it, people are going to love. And so I write those songs down. A lot of times uh, I'm in, you know, my, my spiritual mode of things. And, and so I'm, I'm listening for those songs and those things that, I shouldn't even talk about as well as sing about uh, for my set. Once I have that information <laughs> and the musicians, they will tell you. <laughs> Sometimes I could send as much as 30 songs in the list. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, okay, guys, we, you know. So 
you know, all of these songs. But once I'm in my rehearsal or once I sit down for about three hours and sort of go through my list and hearing the songs in my head and understanding, you know, what, who and what my audience might be. And then I choose the songs that I want to do. And so programming it is very important because you don't want to have, you know, three songs uh, where their tempo or the feel of the song is the same. Right. And so you want to, you know, make each song fresh on the ear of the audience. Mm-hmm. And so uh, if I do a ballad, then I better come back with something that is truly swinging or truly, you know, um, you know, rocking the audience after lulling them, you know, with with a ballad. And so I think programming the music is very important. You know, the, the, the type of song, the songs, the list of songs that you're going to sing and then knowing where to put those songs. Mm-hmm. That's very important. You know, I, I also, you're one of those vocalists that, especially with a ballad, but any tune, if somebody really listens to you, you're telling the story of the song with the lyric. I mean, your phrasing and all that stuff's incredible, but you're telling the story. And I find that, especially, you know, when you're performing specifically, you really draw the listener in. You really pull them in. You're not just singing the words. You're pulling them in. You're taking them through the song with that lyric. And that is so important. And not a lot of people can do that from a vocal standpoint. I mean, they can sing the lyrics, but it's one thing to sing it. It's another thing to really emotionally pull people in. I mean, is that a conscious thing or is that just something over the years you've just kind of developed from playing with so many different artists and it's just something that, that you know, and it just takes time to develop in an artist? I mean, how, what are your thoughts? It's a combination of things because, um, because I am an actress as well, um, I understand the, the importance of, and then part of it is a gift. And so um, a, a lot of times I, my whole everything is in a song, my body, my mind, my spirit, everything. Yes. And I tell the story. And I think that that is something that our young singers um, should want to focus on more than how do I sound? Yeah. And so when I work with artists, young artists, I say to them, but did you tell the story? I ask them, but did you tell the story? Mm-hmm. No matter how you sound, you could take a person that can't sing and you could take a song as simple as Mary Had a Little Lamb. And if they said, Mary had a little lamb, a little lamb, a little lamb, Mary, I, I'm there. Yeah. I'm like, yes, Mary had that little lamb. <laughs> and so I think it's important. I, I think it's a combination of, uh, of sitting down and, 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 and marrying yourself to the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's, uh, 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 as you said, Mike, tell the story. Bring, take the audience where you are. Yeah. Take them to how you feel about that. 
And so every song is not going to be a song that you've experienced, but it could be somebody you know that has experienced it. It could be something that's going on that that has, you know, made your heart feel whatever it feels. I'm not saying every song you have to pour your heart into it, but for the most part, you should commit yourself to the lyrics. Yeah. Uh, was there a specific artist? I mean, you've toured with so many different artists and performed with so many different artists. Was there a specific artist that you performed with? You know, I know you did a lot with Clark Terry and different different artists like that. I mean, is one of those legends like somebody that that really kind of give, gave you any sort of mentorship on something like that? Because I can just imagine, you know, somebody just saying one thing to you and it might have just shifted the whole way you think <laughs> about stuff. That That has come from several artists and that has come from several people. And so, uh, yes, it was just an extreme joy working with Clark Terry. And I toured a little bit with David Sanborn and as well. And, And so everyone that you work with, work for, you learn something, uh, you know, it, it may not always be something uh, about music, but it, it can be something about life and in this industry that we live in. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I really have, Mike, learned a lot and have gotten some. I can't be specific because there's been so much. Yeah, yeah. And so many. And so with the combination of all that you observe, and that's another thing I, I share with my young artists, observe. Yeah. You know, I, that that, you know, will keep you out of a lot of trouble and by observing and really doing your homework in any situation that you're going into. Do not go into that situation or, 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 or work with an artist that you don't know anything about, right. you know, do your homework. And so, uh, but yeah, that information has just been I've been blessed to just have been blessed by so many people who throw out words of wisdom you know, to me in uh, throughout my career. Yeah. Well, let, let's talk about uh, some of these musicians that are in your band talking about experience and talking about some, some uh, you know, people that could actually mention a few things to some younger artists that they should listen to as well. So they should come and hear you sing, but they should also come and hear this incredible band. So you've got Richard Johnson, you've got Marlene Rosenberg, Sam Jewell, of course, he's a young Young musician, young drummer, but still very, very seasoned. And of course, the great Henry Johnson is on this gig as well. So, you know, talk a little bit about the band. And and uh, I know you've played with uh, all of them in the past, so it should be quite a show. I want to piggyback on the last question because I should have, so since I've been working in, in, in uh, Chicago, uh, I have to say that Henry Johnson has been a wonderful uh, influence and talk about words of wisdom yeah. he had them yeah. you know and so you know you never you should never get to a point in uh in this business and no other business as far as i'm concerned where you don't learn something mm-hmm. you're constantly learning and never get to a point where people can't tell you something you right. know you know continue to be open to receive, you know, constructive criticism, you know, but yes, uh, Henry Johnson is a wonderful uh, musician to, to work with. I've enjoyed getting to know him and working with him. Richard Johnson, who is just extraordinary 
uh, pianist. Uh, I met him some while back when I, when I was doing a, 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 another uh, musical event in Chicago. And we met, he gave me his card and, uh, and I have just really been blessed for him to even, you know, want to work with me. Yeah. And he too, I have learned a lot from Marlene Rosenberg, who I have just always admired, um, you know, being a woman in this business, Mike, it's not always the easiest thing, right. Yeah. you know, but I'm not, you know, bashing on anybody or whatever, but it's a struggle for all of us, but it, it sometimes can be a little more challenging as a woman in this business. And so I've always admired her. And of course she's worked for, you know, worked with some of the great, yeah. you know, as well. And uh, so it's always an honor and a pleasure, you know, to have uh, Marlene and for me to be on stage with her and Sam Jewell, who um, I met through another wonderful drummer uh, in Chicago, and he was starting to tour and do some things. And he introduced me to Sam. And so Sam and I have been working together for at least about three years now. And he is, uh, no pun intended, he is a jewel to work with. <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, he, he is, and the whole band in general, I mean, it's just going to be such a treat to hear that at winter. So I should say again, so February 11th, Saturday nights, Winter's Jazz Club, 465 North McClurg Court. Uh, 7.30 p.m., 9.30 p.m. Tickets are at wintersjazzclub.com. I should also tell everybody uh, they have valet parking now at Winters. It's not part of Winters, but you can valet park, so it makes things so much easier. So you can go down there. You can just park your car, valet park it, and go on mm -hmm. inside and see Denise. Of course, that's uh, this coming Saturday when this drops, so February 11th. And I should tell everybody to go over to denisetimes.com, and I'll link everything up below to get all the information on everything else Denise has coming up, because I know she's got another gig coming up February 18th at Feinstein's in uh, yes. Carmel, uh, Indiana there at the Hotel Carmichael. And then you've got a huge Mother's Day extravaganza show for your uh, for your foundation, I think. And maybe we'll talk about that. I'll have you back on and we can talk about that on another time. Awesome. That's a, that's a show all in itself with everything that you do with that foundation. So, yes. Denise, thank you so much for jumping on today. I am uh, thank you, Mike. happy we can make this happen and uh, we can get this thing happening and get it out because people need to go and check you out and see you live if they haven't heard you live in this intimate space. Thank you. And it's so great seeing you. And thank you so much again for having me. Absolutely. And guys, thank you so much for watching. As I always say, everything is on chicagojazz.com. We got links to everything below for Denise's show. And until next time, hopefully I will see somebody out on the scene.